up your frozen dinners, grab your TV tray, and settle in for another episode of The Plus Platoon, your podcast for all things Disney Plus, brought to you by Disney Plus fans. Watch along with us every week as we cover all the new, the old, the good, and the bad on Disney Plus. So put down that remote, don't touch that dial, and welcome your fabulous Plus Platoon host. Hey everyone, welcome to the Plus Platoon. We're a Disney Plus fan podcast that gives honest, spoiler-filled reviews of movies and shows on Disney Plus. We'll look at new releases, coming attractions, and we'll even go back into the vault to revisit some of the classic Disney that's on the platform. Make sure you're subscribed and you will never miss a moment. I'm going to bring up Kate. Kate, good to see you this evening. Good to see you too, brother. How are you? Uh, I'm on Christmas break. I can't complain that much. That's fair. That's fair. Well, it's going to be like really, really cold coming through. So there is there is that. So next we've got Peter. Pete. Oh, it's cold air back, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's supposed to get very cold here, too, on Friday. So right now, right yeah. now it's only it's in, in the 30s. So not too bad, but it's like, uh, I don't know here now. You know, it's probably appropriate with our topic tonight that everybody is frozen. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and good. last but certainly not least, we've got Pete. Steve, sorry. Ah, and I'm just giving you more cold weather. <laughs> yeah, you're sending the cold weather our, our direction. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, if you have not, please like, subscribe, share. We are everywhere at Plus Platoon. Help us get the word out so we can have, you know, people come and listen to us and show them that you know what you're talking about when you say we're good. <laughs> Kate, what if we get going to Disney right. Plus News this week? Uh, I don't think we have. Yeah, we do. There's a late edition. Uh, hold that thought, friends. Oh, look at that. I was looking at the wrong document. Um, in the Disney Plus news, a small light, the story of, uh-oh. Meep. Meep. Guys. Guys. <laughs> a small light, the story of Meep Guys, who sheltered Anne Frank's family, will be coming to Disney Plus in the spring. Ooh, I bet that's going to be really interesting. Actually, that could be really sad. Yeah. Yeah. It, you're not going to be a lot of laughs in that one. Yeah, it's, that's probably going to be very heavy. I will watch it, but it will probably be very, very heavy. But that's also one of those where it could be interesting because they could try and get into the whole who turned them in type scenarios because that's still one of told. No, they don't. Oh, they don't. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, they think there are there are various theories. So we'll see if it's brought up in that. Happy second night of Hanukkah, by the way, to everybody. Uh, well, I guess depending on when you're watching this, or or when it'll be broadcast. Happy fourth night of Hanukkah. Yeah, happy Hanukkah, everybody. <laughs> All right, continue. <laughs> okay. This week, Kate selected our show. This week, I did. Adina Menzel's "Which Way to the Stage," and Kate, I hear you've got a little mea culpa to throw at us. I, I, I do. I do. It's so. Do you want me to like tell what it was about? Is that well? Well, tell us what yeah, you thought. Tell us, first. tell us what it was okay. about. So, <laughs> so <laughs> when I first picked this documentary, um, I make no secret of the fact that I am a musical theater person, I am a Broadway person, and I love documentaries. When I watched the preview for this, 
I misunderstood and thought it was the creation of Wicked. I thought it was, um, and I when I thought because it was which way to the stage, I thought it was spelled W I T C H, and so I thought that it was Idina Menzel's journey through the creation of Wicked, as told through Idina Menzel's eyes. So when I started watching this, I was like, "Oh, oops!" Now, <laughs> so but what it actually is is a an attempt at a documentary um about okay, you use the word attempt an attempt yeah. at a documentary um about Idina Menzel and, and her path yeah and yeah, that kind of gets lost in there a little bit yeah. i would say it's a i would say it's a documentary of her 2018 tour that they with, tried to throw the backstory where in. they also told her history. So, yeah. okay, Kate. So, does this documentary defy gravity? I think this documentary had the potential to defy gravity, um, but it did not. And and I need to preface all this by saying I am a huge musical theater fan. I am a huge Idina Menzel fan. I mean, she's got vocals for days. The woman can belt her face off. Um, it, this felt like something that was thrown together very quickly to try to make her relevant again, which she is still relevant with Frozen and with Enchanted and Disenchanted. She is still relevant, but it almost felt like this was the type of documentary that they would do for someone who needed a publicity push and had an album coming out. Yeah, it didn't the the it felt forced. Um it felt like rent was kind of a throwaway. They didn't even talk about if then at all, which she like helped write. Uh Wicked was even just forced um it talked a lot about her child, but like and that she got divorced from Tay Diggs, but it didn't dig into why they got like it just it was very, very, very surface level. But yet there were topics that they talked about that were very, very, very personal. So it 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 didn't it didn't work for me. It didn't work for me. And I I could listen to her saying I would have paid to go see that concert like I would have gone to see that tour. Um but this, yeah, it didn't, it didn't hit. And the tour was her for an hour and then Josh Groban for an hour. Yeah. I will say, let me make sure that we aren't going to ask a question. Yeah. I will say, I did appreciate parts of it where they showed her vulnerability. Like when she was going into the stage and they wouldn't let her in. And they were like, no, the performer's already here. And she's like, no, I am the performer. And you're not showing that. That that right and showing that that got to her and showing that that affected her and having her like be so positive. I, granted, I don't have a child, so I don't know what it's like to be a parent, but having her be like, no, I have to fly home so I can take my kid to her treating like that is important. And just the the raw, even the doctor's appointments, because um, she's kind of going through some in vitro type things and just showing her that rawness and that vulnerability it made her human 
And I appreciated that. So Pete, what did you think? Uh, I'm not going to be as nice as you. I thought it was boring. Um, I, I'm not a, I, I like musical theater. I like Indina Mazel. I'm not a huge fan of hers or anything. I mean, yeah, she's certainly got, she's got vocal chops. That's for sure. Um, I would have very much enjoyed a concert of hers watching her sing for an hour. That's not, we got what we got. We didn't even get one complete song. I don't think we got a lot of, the closest was let it go. Yeah. We got, we got a lot of parts of songs. Um, and I stopped and restarted this. I think, I think, I think it took me three times getting through it because, I, I was I was curious to see what Kate would say because like I'm as a not a huge fan I thought it wasn't very I don't know I just it it, it told it had a lot of personal bits but it wasn't really particularly interesting because I felt like it was trying to make it was trying to be very woe is me but most of the stuff really wasn't that bad that you know it's like oh my parents got divorced when i was uh, a teenager okay yeah so did my, so did mine <laughs> sorry indina that, that sucks but you know and, and, i mean i don't know i just like the th- the things that like it was it was it felt like me like they were trying to play up all how hard her life is and like oh that she has to go she has to go on this tour while her son's home playing, playing basketball what a tragedy for indina it's so terrible I just like, don't, don't play it like that. It's like, she has a good life, you know, sorry, lady. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I, that's, that's just the impression I got. I'm, I'm sure not everybody, but I mean, there was some interesting stuff. I do like that. They kind of did it as a warts and all. She wasn't hiding things so that I did. I did appreciate that. Um, but it wasn't really enough to, to keep my interest. Um, yeah, the whole Josh Groban thing, it took me like an hour in to figure out that she was touring with Josh Groban because they'd like mention it every once in a while about Josh Groban being there. And I'd be like, what's going on? Why is he showing up for some shows and not other shows? But it... anyways, um, I don't know. I wish th- I wish they'd done it differently. I'm not I'm not blaming her, but I think whoever decided to show the documentary this way um, didn't. It, it it wasn't a good tale to tell or the way it was told was not a good tale. Um, you know, I think there were interesting parts to her life, but I just, I just don't like the way it was shot. So it does not defy gravity for me. Uh, what about you, Steve? Um, I agree with both you and um, Kate. It does not defy gravity. Um, I found myself watching it and then I had people come in and I stopped and the only reason why I went back is because we were watching it for this show. Um, I felt like it covered too many subjects. And like Kate said, it gets a good surface level. If they picked a few more and went deeper into those and stuck with those, I think I've been a little bit more interesting. Um, and like you, Pete said, it was always like little snippets of songs and you're expecting to get the full version and maybe a backstory to it. And that never really happened. Um, I was reading how it was interesting, the Frozen let it go got a big huge huge portion considering where it's um showing on sort of like here's an extra push um yes um and like kate i like musical theater i have seen her perform live and um she's okay for me she's definitely one of those belters but 
it was just okay. Derek, what do you think? Um, uh, I it didn't crash, but I mean, it was fine. I guess it. I made it through once. Um, the musical highlights were the best part. Um, it yeah. made her seem. I don't want to say self-centered because I mean every act, every Broadway actress has a little bit of that. You have to you have to have a little bit of meitis because in order to keep going in the in the um, industry. But yeah, own okay. So she's chosen this career and she's chosen this lifestyle, and we're supposed to feel sorry for her missing her son's basketball games, like Pete said. I didn't buy it. This was not. A, I guess technically this was a documentary because they filmed stuff that happened. I was expecting and hoping for go deeper into rent. Go go deeper into okay. Yes, this was my first Broadway thing, and the author died the first day, and it's where I met Tay Diggs. That's literally all they did for rent. It's go into rent. Go into go actually, if you're gonna get tell me which way to the stage and how she made her career on Broadway, tell me how she really made her career on Broadway. Yes, agreed. Agreed. Um so I mean talk me through talk me through the audition process for your first Broadway show. Tell me what it was like to work, like actually tell me what it was like to work with Jonathan Larson and then have him pass away. Like, what was it not, like to be in the room when like just take me on that journey with not you? Not just they told us to come to this theater a little later because he had died. Yeah, like tell me, tell me what it was like to sing No Day But Today. After he had passed away, what was it like auditioning for Elphaba? How, like, tell me more about originating a role, which she said that she was like doing an original role. I was like, didn't you originate Maureen in Rent? Didn't you originate Kate in The Wild Party? Didn't you like this was not her first original Glinda or Elphaba was not her first original no, role. No, So. It, it's it's totally what you are saying of either this needs to be about her Broadway career or her tour and like yeah. a dose of her yeah. kids. But there was, I mean, I've met Tay Diggs. Tay Diggs was very kind. Um, tell me more about what it was like to be married to another Broadway actor. Tell me more about, about rent and about, what it was like to go from singing at bar and bat mitzvahs and having two people show up at a bar when you're having an album release to opening a Broadway show. Tell me about that journey. That's what I thought. Well, I thought it was going to be about Wicked, but that's but what also, I, yeah. I fully expected at the end to see. And you can now buy the album Adina live. On oh, yeah. Because there was an album that she made for this. I want to know why, wait, why they waited four years to bring this documentary out. Yeah. Well, yeah. That also was surprised because when, the, when I this was it didn't say it on there, but it was a 2018 tour. Um, the comment I want to make is actually um, maybe a year ago or so I watched a documentary about um, the musician pink. Um, yeah. 
and it's called All I Know So Far. And it's very similar in that it was about her, um, whatever year it was, it was about her European tour, but it was a lot of behind, it wasn't a lot of the actual show. It was a lot of behind the scenes stuff with her kids and her husband and everything like that. And it was so much better than this was. And it's not that I'm like some huge pink fan, uh, I do like her music, but like it was, it was just much more interesting because it went more into depth of the behind the scenes. And I think the problem with this was that it tried to be two things. It tried to be a history, uh, you know, a, a biography, so to speak, and then also a documentary of the show. And by doing both, it was kind of, it didn't go deep enough into either of them. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. yeah. Um, and as I said, yeah. and, and, and the, the pink one, I, I, I highly recommend it if you, if you like pink at all. Very interesting, um, you know, and she does very um, aerobatic performances. In, pink does. She goes up on like uh, silks and things like that in her show. So they show some of how that's all rigged and everything. Um, but it was it was just uh, I don't know. It was I felt like this was just if even though she got into some emotional personal stuff, it still felt super surface level. And I don't know why. Uh, the Taylor Swift documentary is also very good. Miss Americana is another yeah. one, but I will say I didn't like the Beyonce documentary. It was terrible. It was not good at all. Okay. So. Yeah. so now we've mentioned several things she's been in and she has been in some amazing thing, amazing shows. Steve, I'm going to start with you. What is your favorite Idina Menzel show? And not necessarily what she was the best in, but of what she has been in, which one is your favorite? Um, for me, it'd be probably Wicked, slightly followed by, by Rent. Um, I saw her actually live in If Then when she came to Seattle. And I just don't remember a lot about the show. I understand the premise. Um, so I have to go with Wicked, um, just because I've seen that a couple times. I think it's a great Broadway musical performance. Um, the other stuff, like Enchanted, Disenchanted, I mean, she had good roles in them, but it doesn't stand out. Like Wicked is one that sort of just sticks out in my mind. Um, Derek, what would you say? Um, honestly, guys, for me, it's Frozen. That doesn't um, surprise me. Because... I was in college when Rent was touring and it just did not resonate with, like I had a chance to go see it in high in college and it just did not resonate with me at all. That also doesn't surprise me. Being from a small town in Kansas, yeah. the whole, you know, the New York city lifestyle doesn't, didn't really resonate with me. I know that's a shock. Um, we've, we've documented on my show on this show before my feelings about wizard of Oz being from Kansas. <laughs> um, anything related with that but to me I mean the strong the strong song that she sings and I would even go include Frozen 2 on this one just because the music's very good but the message of just the message of you know the whole who needs a man you know stick you no know, do and more the whole be what you are because you can find a way to make what you are work. Because I thought, and in this, it was real interesting to me that she said something like when she went back to her hometown, that she was a complete outcast because 
in your hometown, they expect you to do a, be a certain thing and act a certain way. And if you don't, no one is going to like you. Yeah. Guys, that's so true. Yeah. That is so true. Agreed. So, I mean, for me, it's frozen. Kate, I'm guessing you're going something Broadway. I am. Um, oh, shoot. What was I going to say? I had something that I... Oh, okay. So, yes. Um, my answer is rent. But I have a caveat to that. Because I have seen Wicked three or four times. Three times, I think. And something bad has happened every single time I've seen it. So... I don't have a great relationship with seeing the show Wicked. I love some of the music. Um, Rent, Rent is the is is to my generation what hair was to the seventies, sixties, seventies. I loved Rent growing up. I didn't know what the heck I was singing about because I I started learned about Rent when I was a freshman in high school. However, I do have big beef, big 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 beef. With the fact that a high that high schools do rent, high schools have no business doing the musical rent. <laughs> no, I was, thinking, I was thinking that in that last scene, it's like really no, this high school's doing rent. Zero. <laughs> I will say though that the high because I've actually read the script of the high school version of Rent. It is not the Broadway version of Rent. A, no, no, I think in Rent Light, like. Angel yeah. dies from diabetes or something. It is not. No, she still dies from she still dies from AIDS, but it's not nearly as there's some of the stuff's not nearly in your face. It's just, but to be fair, when you take away the things that make it in your face, it takes away from rent. And in in my opinion, there are and I could talk about this for hours. I'm very passionate about this. Um, that there are hundreds of shows that are appropriate for you to pick that are age appropriate. Rent is not one of them. Spring Awakening is not one of them. Chicago is not one of them. No. So Chicago shouldn't so, be done lower than college. Yeah. So this is this is just something that I am touchy about and um shame in my opinion, shame on theater teachers for pushing that kind of stuff on it. It just really bothers me. Um but and I probably just made a whole bunch of enemies and that's fine. Um, but rent, in my opinion, the, some of the words of rent are so powerful. The words in no day, but today, um, the words in seasons of love, it, it are just so powerful. That would probably be my choice. What about you, Pete? Yeah, I was going to say rent as well, because even though it's not my generation show and I will, I will fully admit my, like my wife and I went to it. My wife did not like rent at all. I loved it. I loved it. I really enjoy that show. I think it's very powerful. Um, I'm a fairly liberal person and I agree with you that rent should not really has no place in high schools. Uh -uh. Um, sorry, rent, (laughs) but, uh, um, but so obviously I I didn't see her in rent. I, I didn't really even particularly know she was in rent until fairly recently. Uh, but that would be my pick. Um, and of course, also, I think, you know, anyone that has a, a child under 20 probably uh, is very highly um, influenced by frozen as well. And um, quite honestly, that, you know, someone else like her ability to belt out a tune that she does with let it go. If you handed that to practically anyone else, 
I don't know if it would have been the showstopper that it was that made I helped can make Frozen. What? I can think of at least one other. I would love. I'm to not saying there's up. no one else, but I'm just saying like yeah. she was exactly the right voice yeah. for that part. And, um, you know, so I, I think she really did make that show. Whereas probably, you know, even though rent is my favorite thing, she's that she's been a part of. I, I, I think if you go back and put someone else in that role, probably not too many people would be uh, upset about that. But, um, you know, I think other than her family, <laughs> uh so um yeah but i know i i so i'm gonna say i'm gonna say rent from a purely uh entertainment of the show but for indina menzel i'm going to think probably number one about frozen and then number two would be wicked and i would say it's a great song even if your son hates it with a passion oh that's what i was gonna um my son we were sitting okay we were in the magic kingdom and one of the uh, projection shows had a Frozen's had a Let It Go segment. Well, Just where they? Well, okay, it was it was the Once Upon a Time, I think, where yeah. it actually shows like most of the song. So my wife and I are standing there watching, and it's you know we've been there, we were there at park open. It's almost park closed. We turn around, my son is sitting on the sidewalk, head in his head in his hands, plugging his ears. I'm going, dude, what's wrong? Do we need to go? I hate this stupid song. <laughs> cool. As soon as that segment was over, he was up, he was standing, he was watching it. Everything was cool. But, uh, and the other thing is there was a period of time where you know, girls would just sing this walking down the street. And he yeah. was like, I hate that stupid song. And they're not even singing it right. <laughs> so, yeah. Kate. Um, yeah. So I, I was just going to comment on what you said, Pete, that, you know, I made the comment of that uh, rent to my generation is hair to the 70s. My mom loves the musical hair, loves the musical hair. I detest the musical hair. My mom hates the musical rent, hates it, hates it. And I love the musical rent. So it's I think it's a little bit of a generational thing. I mean, but but I mean, you love rent, which is great. Uh, it's I feel like there's so much content matter. And don't get me wrong. Teens are smart, man. I literally, my profession is speaking to teenagers. Teens are smart. They're not dumb. They're not uncultured. But that content matter that they touch on in Rent. Some of it should not be acted out on public stage by teenagers. It's inappropriate to be acted out. Right. That's, I think that's the point. I don't think there's a problem with like a parent letting their child see Rent. But yeah, I, think, I, mean, I saw I, it yeah. when I was a freshman. I think I think to present it at a high school level is is inappropriate. And again, I'm fair. I am I am far from a conservative person. I'm Same. I'm a pretty liberal person, but I just think I just think there's certain shows that shouldn't be uh, forced in agreed public school. So agreed, yeah. agreed. But okay, so we've had Dina Menzel. There's an Elton John one out there. My question for you is who, what performer should get the next documentary that we want to see? And Pete, I'm going to start with you on this one. Which? Oh my, oh my goodness. Uh, yeah. Does it have to, it should be a musical performer, I suppose, huh? Uh, yeah, let's go with, let's go with um, musical or musical theater. Yeah, let's go musical. Yeah. Hmm. Um, you know what? I kind of, 
I would like to see more of like a behind the scenes of, of a, of a Broadway musical. And maybe what I think would be kind of interesting is like the development and the production of the producers on Broadway with Matthew, <laughs> Matthew Broderick and, and uh, Nathan Lane. Lane. I think if, if someone made a documentary about how that show was developed and showed behind the scenes about it, I think that would probably be very funny and very entertaining. Um, so, so that would, that would be, I think uh, a very interesting documentary. I think for the most part, like a problem with a, a performance like this, as I said, I, I, I don't, I don't want to fault, Indina in this performance, she was, I, I, or in the show, I think she was really just being herself for the most part. And I, I don't fault her doing that, but it's, it's just really not that interesting watching a person tour around the United States yeah. performing and staying in hotels and things like that. But I think, um, you know, it's what, what Kate said, like the snippets that we saw of uh, Wicked were maybe the most interesting thing. So that's, that's what I would like to see is let's see. Uh, or another one would be like the Lion King when they first put the Lion King on stage. Let's, let's see how that production was developed. How did they, uh, you know, how they developed the stage. If I'm going to see a documentary about Broadway, that's, that's what I'd like to see. So Steve, how about you? I like your idea, Pete, like the, how Lion King, especially all the puppets came to be and how they envisioned that. Or even Frozen, like I know, like Sven, like is how they came up with the costume idea for that. And that's a human actor. But for performer, what came to my mind today is Amy Adams. She's been in Disney stuff oh, of yeah. sort of a story about how, where she came from, because she's been enchanted and stuff. She definitely has musical talent. talent. Yeah. Um, so that's what came to my mind. I'm trying to think anyone else that I want to see ever doing Broadway, maybe Bernadette Peters, since she's such a big Broadway person. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I know she's been in like some iconic roles, um, but that's what I'd go with. Derek, what would you say? Um, I'll be honest. When I thought of this, um, no, when I came up with this question, no one initially came to mind for me. Um, but the more I sat and thought about it, I know, and I'm sure there's one out there for her, but I just haven't seen it. Um, I'd like to know, you know, Carrie Underwood's story. Oh, yeah. She's painfully shy. She's very, very shy. Yes. And as far as, you know, her husband's a hockey player. I've met her husband. He's really nice. And some of the, you know, she's had that accident relatively recently. And, but her starting on, because she was season... Was she season two of Idol? Yeah, Carrie Underwood or um Kelly Clarkson was season one. Yeah. So um that's the one that came to mind. Uh, Pete, I think the making of uh producers and the Mel Brooks's involvement with that would be hilarious. Um it's some there's some of it. There is a ch- nice size chapter devoted that in, to that in his most recent autobiography. Um which is a if you're a Mel Brooks fan of his movies and his and his shows, highly recommend Mel Brooks's autobiography. But Carrie Underwood's the one that came to mind for me. Um, didn't necessarily need don't necessarily need to see a Broadway theater one just because a actual concert performer. Oh, okay, no, I just came up with one that I would love to see before he goes away, 
And with everything he's done, I want to know Dick Van Dyke's story. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. He started on Broadway. He, he starred in the Broadway origination of, Bar- of Bye Bye Birdie. He was absolutely. Oh, that's such yeah. a good one, Derek. I win. <laughs> yes, Derek all wins. Of, all of my shame, man. Yeah. So forget Carrie Underwood, Dick Van Dyke, because he's 97, yeah. still a lot. He had a birthday week or two ago. Right. So, and I mean, he was in the Return of Mary Poppins and still dancing on tables at like 94. So. Um, yeah, it's a that's a good idea. That would be that would be a really interesting documentary. Okay. Okay. I can't top that because that's brilliant. But as you all were, I had one that in immediately I was like, this is who I would do. But as you all were talking, I was like, oh man, I would love to see that. Oh, I'd like to see that too. So I made a tiny little list. If we're going movies, not Broadway, uh Meryl Street story. Like how Meryl, because she's just so brilliant. I just would love to know her backstory and like where she came from. Uh, Whitney Houston. I'd love to know. They're, a they're doing that. No, that's Whitney that's going to be a docudrama. But yeah, there's well, it's, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's a biopic. Um, bio and yeah. Julie Andrews, who's just a, a goddess among us. But if we're going Broadway, I have two. Um, I want to know the entire story of Lin Manuel Miranda. Who, if you don't know who Lin Manuel Miranda is, he's created Hamilton. He created the music for Moana. He did a lot of the music for Coco. Is that right? No, Encanto. 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 That's what it was. Encanto. In the Heights. He did In the Heights. I would love to just have a whole doc, like like a two hour documentary on being an immigrant. Like coming over to America and how he learned about music. And he's not an immigrant. He's from Puerto Rico. He's American. He's an American citizen. I thought he was from Dominican Republic. Oh, no, he's, he is from, he's Puerto from Puerto Rico. Rico. You're right. Um, Technically still, not an immigrant. You're right. But <laughs> yeah. still. Um, and then my other one, and this is a little bit niche, but um, I would love a documentary on Andrew Lloyd Webber. Andrew Lloyd Webber has. Yeah, created, I could see that. He's created Animal yeah. Opera. Um, uh, Sunset Boulevard, Joseph Dreamcoat, <laughs> Cats, just so many, Jesus Christ Superstar, so many blockbuster. I mean, Phantom is the longest running show on Broadway by like 4,000 performances. <laughs> and Cats is number two. So just, and, and you either love Andrew Lloyd Webber or you hate Andrew Lloyd Webber. There isn't really a little uh, in, in between. Um, so I would just love to know his story. And Kate, you are in luck because I just a little looking. There are no less than four Andrew Lloyd Webber biography shows that have been made. Really? None of them on Disney Plus. But look, (laughs) look, some of the BBC stuff. BBC's done a couple. Yeah. um, Broadway's uh, PBS has done a couple. So there are some Andrew Lloyd Webber ones out there. Gotcha. I think Michael Jackson could also be a very interesting one, but I feel like that's what This Mm. Is It was. Uh, But but think uh, about the documentary This Is It. That I, I'm not talking about his like whole entire life. I'm talking about his the production value and like a behind the scenes. That's what the documentary This Is It was right before he passed away. Was um about his creation of the show that he created right before he died. Gotcha. Okay. So 
as we always do when we watch a standalone show like this, we have got to go cups of pixie dust. And Kate, we start with you anyway, but since this was your choice, you get double honors of starting cups of pixie dust out of five. I'm going to give it a two and a half. That's it. You, Pete. Uh, okay. I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a two. Um, I think if you're a big Indina Menzel fan, it's probably worth watching. Uh, <laughs> and uh, if if you're not, I would skip it. Uh, Steve, I'm giving it a two. It was and it was okay. I learned things. I, I mean, but two won't watch it again. Garrett, um, I I came into this evening thinking a two point five, but I can't. I got to go with two. It's 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 not. The songs were the best part, and for two minutes of song, partial songs that were interspersed with way too much other stuff. Yeah, it's not not great. So, yeah, and and then they devoted five minutes to her singing. Do you want to build a snowman? Which wasn't it's her not song. Her song. <laughs> I was like, what is this? I wondered about that, but. If you also looked at the uh, makeup of her audience, it's all 20 something. Most good chunk of it's 20 somethings and younger who grew up on it. No, I have to say, part, no, for the most part. No, 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 no. This has nothing to do with that. I have to say, I texted my best friend during this because I was like, how does this woman who is in her 50s, I think, make a half up hairstyle look so good? Like she had this like half up, half down bun thing going on and she looked fierce. I try to do a half up, half down and I look like a middle schooler who's going to get her braces put on. So like, <laughs> I literally, I'm like, how did she do that? Because she has a whole team and she's flawless, but it's fine. Yeah. <sighs> okay. To our loyal listeners and people listening the first time, it is, we are going to take a break here over the new year to reset, get ready for season two. Uh, we will have a new, we are going to take the next three weeks off. So our next new show will be coming out January 19th, 2023. Do not know yet at this point what that show is. Oh no, I do know what that show is going to be. That show is going to be Pixie Dust Recalibration. So it's been almost two years since we started this. We're going to go back and look at are there ratings like that you would change from when you originally said so? So Pete, Kate, be thinking about what your real ratings are for Own the Room. Because <laughs> you both gave it a four. So, um, with that guy, and, that's and, and are we going to talk about how wrong all of you were about Encanto and Canto and how right I was? No. Yeah. <laughs> No, I will okay. change my vote on that one. Now, I will. With, that, with that being our next show, guys, I do want to go around real quick. We are going to be crossing over the new year. What are your Disney Plus resolutions? What are you going to make sure you get watched? Make sure series you want to get into something you want to make sure you get out of. <laughs> Eve, I'm going to start with you. What's your Disney Plus resolution? Um. I thought about this. I think one of them is to watch the Clone Wars because it's been on my to-do list um, to do that. But I also been wanting to watch all of the Disney animated films because certain ones I have not watched, but make it a go to make sure I've watched everyone at least once. Give me an example of one you haven't watched. I have not oh, wait, seen the Black Clover. 
Oh, I have not. I've not seen the Black Cauldron. I have not seen Atlantis. Oh, oh. I wouldn't have guessed those. No, okay. No. I wouldn't. Uh, none of the good ones. Okay. But there's, there's probably other ones I've missed. But Home on the range. I have not seen Home on the range. Don't, Don't bother. Don't. Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. I thought. I thought Black. Ca- Never mind. I'll ask later. The whole, the whole Black Cauldron is not good. No, I no. didn't realize it was animated. Yeah, it is. Oh, okay. Different from Black Hole. Oh, yeah, okay. <clears throat> we watched the Black Hole on here. Black yes. Cauldron, we will never watch on here. Yeah. So, um, for me, I have said, I said last week, I'm going to try and get Guardians of the Galaxy at least episode one watched. At least following, at least following one of Guardians of the Galaxy. Ooh, let's do a show. Yes. I'll I'll think about throwing it in, and then mm-hmm. I know just because I know it's going to be coming out, I probably should watch the original Black Panther. Um, uh, I've seen parts of it on I've seen parts of it on TV when it's come on. I've never sat down and watched it all the way through. That's great. Mainly because I know Black Panther Two is com- going to be coming to Disney Plus relatively soon. It's not going to be coming before the new year, but I'm guessing it some comes sometime January, February, or so. Yeah. So. And, and I, I, w- I, w- I will say that's a definitely a movie you have to have seen. Black. Agreed. It, it, oh, it's, it's no doubt. You don't have to have seen like all of Marvel for it, but you have to have seen Black Panther. So yeah, which is which is to be perfectly honest, the reason I'll watch it. So those are my two things I need to get done. Um, Kate, how about you? Um, so that was a perfect segue into the things that I want to get done. So all of you have been following my fiance and I's journey on uh, watching through the Marvel Cinematic Universe, complete with television shows. We are so close. And by so close, I mean we are so close to Infinity War. (laughs) Um, So my goal for this year is to finish this Marvel journey, at least finish up to what has come out. Um, We are currently on the second season of The Punisher, which is, I am finding the hardest thing to get through, not because it's not good, but because it is so heavy and so dark. Um, But other than that, I too, God, I wish I could get through Clone Wars and I know Pete said it's so worth it and I want to get to the part where it's so worth it. My God. There's there's parts of it that are worth it. It, I I would would 100% and Gene and I have talked about this. We would like, we, we should like set up like 20 episodes that you should watch of Clone Wars and you know, it's because uh, it's a hundred and thirty some episodes, and it's way too much, and a lot of it is very mediocre. Yeah, to be honest. So, but other than that, um, I would like to dive more into what documentaries are actually on Disney Plus because I haven't really dug a whole lot. I, I haven't really looked, so I would like to do that. Pete. So, what I'm hoping to catch up with in like our our month off here is some of the shows that we watched the first season and we liked, but then we just haven't had the time to go back and revisit. So, I would I would like to see the Mighty Ducks. Um, I did see High School Musical, but I also like to see the Mysterious Benedict Society. I did oh. enjoy that oh, when we were so watching good. it. The first, I, I I probably liked it the least of everybody, but mm. we haven't. Well. I know, I know, uh, I know. Sam and uh, Kate both really liked it, Um, and so I, I kind of like to. I'm kind of hoping to get those in while we have this little break and and catch up with uh, those two series. Um, I think not so much Big Shot, but my wife liked Big Shot, so we may, I may end up getting stuck watching that too. And what we're gonna do, Pete, is we're actually in the in our new season. One of the 
first three or four episodes is going to be a season catch-up. It's going to be, we're going to review the second season of Mighty Ducks, the Mysterious Benedict Society, the high school musicals. Woof. If we get a chance, the Santa Claus. No, and it's going to be whoever no, has watched Claus. them will talk about them. Got it. So at minimum, pick one that you're going to want to watch and try and get through it or at least skim some of it a little bit. But yeah. And guys, I want to bring Gina in. Gina, our producer. What's your Disney Plus resolution? So after I went to D23 and watched the National Treasure People, I kind of want to watch that National Treasure show. I think I'm going to give it a shot. Um, I After meeting those people, I was like, oh, they look pretty cool. It looks like it's going to be a different kind of storytelling and it's going to have some of the solving the mysteries. So National Treasure, whatever the underscore title is, I don't know, but the series <laughs> of <laughs> National Treasure. Okay. Is that the same time that you saw the Mysterious Benedict Society yes. panel? Yes. Cool. I saw, it was uh, like every five minutes. We watched the first two episodes of National Treasure. That's all that's out so far. And it's pretty good. So, oh, good. I, good to I, know. I would, I'll binge it. Yeah. I'll wait and binge. Okay. Awesome. So that's my, that's mine. Well, guys, thank you so much for being with us this season as we have, you know, developed things. We've had members transfer out. We've had members transfer in. Love to have had Steve, Steve. join us. Welcome. Um, but guys, we would not do this without all of you. And we love so much the fact that you enjoy listening to us every week. Mm-hmm. Why we do it. So with that said, guys, as I said, our next show is January 19th. If you have not already, please like, subscribe, share. If you've got suggestions, email us at plusplatoon at gmail.com. We respond to everything, even if it's just a, hey, you all were wrong. We'll resp- I'll respond to those. Which, you know, <laughs> knowing me, I'm not, I'm used to hearing that I was wrong. So... Guys, with that, everyone have a fabulous holiday season, a happy new year, and we will see you January 19th. Yes, please come back. Please come back please and come bring back. friends. Come back. Bye, happy everybody. Holidays. Bye. Happy, happy holidays. holidays. for watching this week's episode of the plus platoon be sure to subscribe to the plus platoon podcast to keep getting great content each week then head over to apple podcast and leave those five star reviews as they help make the plus platoon visible to even more disney plus fans also go to youtube and like and subscribe to the plus platoon channel where you can watch all future episodes live If you have a question for the Plus Platoon, please send us an email to plusplatoon at gmail.com or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Plus Platoon. The Plus Platoon is a Disney Plus fan podcast and is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or the Disney Plus streaming service. All opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the individual hosts and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company. Thanks for watching and be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode because the Plus Platoon is to be continued. (laughs) 